we'll be looking at James 1, 22 through 26. And I want to talk about the subject of self-deception. Uh, we can be deceived by the devil. We can be deceived by other people. But we can also uh, deceive ourselves according to Scripture, which is an interesting psychological uh, phenomenon when you think about it. Why would someone deceive them their own selves? But uh, it's quite common. Uh, when I was a youth, uh, just make a get a few examples here before I read the text. Uh, when I was a youth, I absolutely loathed anyone who I perceived to be a braggart, uh, who boasted um, of their their own talents or success or winsomeness or whatever. And I was determined not to be that. So I worked hard at being humble. Uh, but the truth was that I was not humble at all. Actually, I was. It was just simply an affectation of humility, a part that I played. And secretly, if I had been honest with myself, I would have acknowledged that I craved attention and admiration and applause, but I worked hard to appear as though I cared nothing for any of that. So, for instance, if someone would compliment me on something, my typical response would be to argue with them. You know, no, 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 no. I'm really not that good at whatever it was. And that seemed to fool some people into thinking I was very humble. Probably didn't fool everybody. But uh, the worst of all, it fooled me. I actually had a self-perception of being one who was very humble because I wasn't openly bragging on myself. And this was all my own doing. There was no one else uh, that, that I was aware of that it would appear that was trying to deceive me on this point. Um I'm sure the devil had a hand in it, but from a human instrument standpoint, it was just all me uh, doing it to myself. And this is actually a common thing amongst sinners. We're all serial offenders when it comes to this. And there's a legion of examples uh, that could be given. Some are humorous and some aren't. Uh, but you, know, you think about it. People lie to themselves, uh, pretending to be younger than they are. That's actually quite common. Uh, other people lie to themselves, pretending to be older than they are. So it seems like we can never be content uh, when we're young. We want uh, to pretend that we're older than we are so we can have the respect that comes with age. And when we're older, we want um, everybody to think we're younger than we are. Uh, and more youthful. Um, some people pretend to be taller than they are um, and doing certain things to increase their height uh, to make it look like they're taller and other people try to be shorter than they are. Um, people lie to themselves pretending to be poorer than they are and they lie to others uh, to pretend that they, they don't have much money when in reality they have quite a lot or quite comfortable. And on the other hand, some people pretend to be richer than they are. And really, that's, in a sense, what's going on with all the debt spending, you know, when you spend what you don't have um, based on uh, you know, tomorrow's income, um, go out with a credit card and, and charge this and that and, and get all these things to make it look like you actually have a lot more money than you, in fact, have. 
Uh, Proverbs 13, 7 speaks to this very issue of some people pretending to be poorer than they are and other people pretending to be richer than they are. Um, some people pretend to be smarter than they are. They pretend to be more knowledgeable than they are, more experienced, wiser, more skilled than they are. Um, people lie about, um, you know, that on their their uh, job applications, uh, in their conversations. They want to appear to be very knowledgeable and far more than they are. Um, some people uh, think of themselves to be far more attractive than perhaps they are. Uh, some people think seem to think that they're far more trim and fit than they actually are. Um, some people think of themselves as great singers when they're not. Uh, some people pretend to be experts on raising children, even though they don't have any. Um, other people pretend to be experts on marriage and what makes a good marriage, even though they're not married or have only been married a short amount of time. Uh, sadly, today we have an increasing number of people pretending to be the opposite gender than what they are. And there's a great amount of self-deception involved in that. Uh, the, this self-deception is really a bizarre mental illness. Um, and it's as if the whole world is stark raving mad of people pretending to be something that they're not. And in going so far in the game of pretend is to convince themselves that it is so. And that being the case, it shouldn't surprise us that it happens in religion as well. And in with respect to the Christian faith, people pretending to be Christians when they're not uh, deceiving themselves regarding what it really means to be a Christian. And James 1, 22 through 26 speaks of this, uh, picking up in verse 22, it says, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. And then a second example, verse 26, If any man among you seem to be religious, and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. So we have two examples there, and there are actually many in the scriptures which speak of this uh, issue of self-deception. And First uh, John has a number of examples um, that are given of self-deception. But there's this aspect of just being a hearer of the word. That if that's all I ever do, and I never become a doer of the word, if I hear a good sermon, but I don't go out and then do the sermon, then I am deceiving my own self. There's something self-deceiving about that, that I will automatically substitute hearing for doing. That I will be content with hearing and think that, that I've checked that box because I heard a good sermon. Um, even though I haven't done it, even though I haven't actually put it into practice and I haven't become one who is uh, practiced righteousness. And, and this is very 
um, it's a very deadly thing uh, to deceive oneself in this regard. And in one sense, the, the better the sermons that you hear, the better the preacher you listen to, the more dangerous it is. Because if you're in the habit of listening to someone who's, um, you know, faithful and who doesn't pop and skip over scriptures that are difficult, but, but actually deals with them and deals with hard subjects and um, preaches the whole counsel of God and doesn't sugarcoat things, one can be very um, uh, lulled into a sense of false security by the fact that they listen to such a preacher. Because, of course, there's alternatives out there. There are people who will tell you what you want to hear. There are people who will stroke your ego and flatter you and people who will, um, you know, um, tell people uh, peace, peace when there is no peace. And there's lots of options out there for that feel good preaching and feel good sermons. And so I can say, well, I'm not listening to that. I'm listening to this guy here and he tells it like it is. And yet, if all I am is a hearer of that word, but not a doer, I deceive myself. I go out thinking that it's somehow better to have heard that than to hear you know, fluff preaching and, uh, you know, uh, flattering preaching. Um, I can convince myself that all must be well because I was convicted by the sermon. I was actually, uh, you know, I felt guilty because of the things that were addressed in it. But if that's, that's all the further it goes is conviction, hearing it and conviction, and then I go out and I just go back to living the way I was, doing the things that I did, and I don't actually become a doer of the word. I don't have any plan in my mind of how I will take what I just heard, and I will go home, and I will seek to address the things that need to be addressed, and I will seek to repent of the things that were rebuked in that sermon then I am deceiving myself. I'm like the man, James says, who beholds his natural face in a mirror, and then he goes his way, and he forgets what manner of man he was. Um, he goes from the sermon and the conviction that he felt in it, and that moment, and then it just dissipated. It disappeared, and it's now forgotten. He goes back to his routine, and nothing about his routine changes, nothing about his his habits change, nothing about his practices change, uh, things that really needed to change um, in order for him to become a doer of that word. None of those things change. He is just simply a man who's now heard uh, yet another sermon and yet another convicting sermon and hasn't done a thing about it. And there's a great danger in that and being a forgetful hearer rather than a doer of the work. Uh, James gives an example here of a particular sin that would um, render our religion as worthless, even though we might think uh, we're very religious. If any man, he says in verse 26, seem, uh, any man among you seem to be religious, he seems to be, he's very uh, attentive on the things of religion, he's, he's there 
when it's time for church. Um, he's there at the prayer meeting, if there is one. Um, he, he appears to be one who reads his Bible. Um, he, you know, he's not indulging perhaps in some of the gross sins of the society, um, the more defiling things uh, that the world is doing and reveling in. He doesn't participate in those. And so he appears to be religious, um, but one problem, he doesn't bridle his tongue. That man deceives his own heart. His religion is vain. So he is practicing the outward forms of the religion. He, he seems to be religious. He seems to be one who believes in God and perhaps believes in Jesus Christ and thinks that the Bible is the word of God and thinks it's something that you ought to read and thinks the church is the place that you ought to be on Sunday mornings. And he is um, a respectable man, but he doesn't bridle his tongue. He's not a doer of the word when it comes to that. If he hears a sermon on the evil of gossip or the evil of slander or uh, the evil of bearing false witness against your neighbor, um, or the evil of um, any other sins that we might commit with our mouth, grumbling and complaining. And he says, wow, that was a good sermon, Pastor. And he maybe even talks to somebody else. Wow, that was really convicting. But then he goes back Monday and his mouth is unchanged. It's the same as it was. And in his mind, um, mission accomplished. I heard a good sermon on the tongue and he deceives his own heart and his religion is vain. Um, obviously, um, none of us wants to be in that kind of a situation. None of us wants to be a person that is deceiving ourselves. Yet these, uh, these warnings are here in the scripture for our good. Uh, they are for our benefit. The Lord is kind to us here. He is telling us that this is a problem, that this is something that we need to be on the alert for. Um, you know, we through all the examples I mentioned, I think we can all see this is common in the world uh, for people to deceive themselves and to prefer to live in a fantasy world than the real world. Um, and yet, it's common in religion as well. It's common in Christianity. It's common in churches. It's common for people to um, think that because they heard the word, because they listened, and because they are in the word, uh, therefore, they're, they're good. They've, they've done what they need to do. When in reality, what we need to be is doers of the word, not hearers only. And so uh, may this uh, be a helpful uh, exhortation uh, to us today. And may this scripture be planted in our heart and, and bear fruit. And uh, may the Lord help us to be resolved to um, not be this kind of person who just deludes themselves by thinking that because they've heard the word, uh, they've done what they need to do.